1: Welcome
2: to the podcast, Appetite for Distortion, episode number 352. My name is Brando, and today we're doing another fan review. Super excited. to! I'm not doing as much as I... It's hard to keep up. This Guns N' Roses tour, they said not in this lifetime. Now it's forever in a lifetime. And also, since they're the other part of the world where I am, it's very... It's hard to kind of navigate... You know, with listeners, a uh, uh, right time, people work, people have lives. So, thank you, Leon, uh, for for joining us today. It looks like you're in the jungle. If you're you're watching this on YouTube, you have a giant <laughs> elephant behind you. Uh, yeah. Wallpaper, not a real but, elephant. But welcome
1: be- to my jungle.
2: Yeah. So, where where is your jungle currently? If we can ask. <laughs> where where? It?
1: It's my home office. I'm uh, I'm uh, located in uh, Groningen, the Netherlands. Groningen, <laughs> right. uh, which is also the location of the latest uh, Guns N' Roses concert here in the Netherlands, and it's uh, it's uh, well, it's uh, not a, really a big town, but uh, a city in uh, in the north of the Netherlands. So uh, about two hours drive from Amsterdam, I think.
2: So okay, okay. And before yeah. I forget, I just want to give a shout out to our friend. Uh, he hasn't been on the podcast in a while, but Remco from the Netherlands. I yes. years past he is my quote unquote. Like core or GNR U- European correspondent, just to get videos, oh, yeah. yeah, and that was that was a, a while ago. But so this is this is great to to talk to you, and I really appreciate because I want to experience all the parts of the world. I want to experience Guns N' Roses in other parts of the world. And what I'm gonna do yeah. now is because I want again, obviously, if you're listening to this uh, on iHeartRadio or Spotify, whatever, great, use your imagination. Uh, but if you're watching this on YouTube, I can share the screen uh, with all of you, which is great. Uh, we are now in 2022, and I'm impressed. Here's my Ninja Turtles wallpaper background. Some things do not change. So I posted – It's it wasn't obviously my original video, as I did not go to the Netherlands. Um, but we'll see if we can find Where's Waldo and Leon. Uh, so this was shared by uh, – you know this is. I'm sure. How would I say this? This name, Leon. I want to give credit. Michiel Ball. <laughs> Michiel Ball. It's not Michael. Michael Ball. Michael Ball. That's how we say it over here in Queen. Michael Ball, yeah. but no. Michiel Ball. So he had. This is his video. I don't know if he works in a blimp, or or, or what's going on here, but. Let me shut off the sound. You don't need to have the sound here, but this is that Paradise City. It's an, an overview, a giant overview of the crowd. Just thousands upon thousands of people seeing Guns N' Roses in the Netherlands. I mean, just look at that. Beautiful. 50,000 uh, people. 50,000 people. And so what? Yeah. Describe this area of the Netherlands. I mean, it, it's surrounded by just beautiful trees. It's like, is this a suburban area? Is this a city, a city area? Kind of take us through your you know, you're you yeah, state? it's uh,
1: it's in uh, in the uh, yeah, it's in the west of our city. It's uh it's a former uh horse riding uh track. Oh so they uh, did horse races there. And uh last year they uh they uh, stopped doing that or had to stop doing that because it's a whole uh train. It's it's called it's uh called Stadspark. It's a park in our city. Stad means city in Dutch. And uh, it's being converted into um yeah uh uh, and, uh uh a large terrain to uh hold events so like big concerts, and big venues, uh, they, uh, uh, things like the Guns N' Roses concert. So now they remove the horses, maybe unfortunately, but uh now there's more room for the people.
2: So Okay. You know yeah. what and the, the horses should live free. You know, I see the horses um <laughs> in you know the in, in New York City. I it's I don't know, they don't want to be there. I don't want to be there. Sorry yeah, about
1: well, this, uh, Horse track racing is also not for me, but, uh, well, there was some, uh, some, uh, some, uh, how you call it, and I me, and not, I don't know the word, but some people didn't like it, you know, uh, but, right. uh, it's, uh, it's, uh, yeah, this, this was actually the, the, well the, the pilot, if you will, there were three large concerts in a row last week of which the Guns, Guns N' Roses concert was the, the last one and the largest, and, uh, well, it uh, was the first trial on how this uh, will go and continue in
2: the coming years, hopefully. So, I would say a success. Who were the other shows, out of curiosity?
1: Uh, the other shows was uh, the Hella Mega Tour with uh, uh, Green Day and uh, Fallout Boy. Okay. Uh, and, 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 and Weezer. So three bands. Green Day was the, the main act. And Billy Joe. Uh, I, I just... also attended that one.
2: Okay, that's not when he denounced his American citizenship. That was another. No, show. no, no.
1: But it's it's the same tour, but uh, it was uh, we were uh, uh, earlier. So uh, yeah. That's cool. Uh, but uh, the uh, so I also attended that concert, and that those that were like thirty-five thousand tickets sold. So also a big crowd, but not as crowded as Guns N' Roses. And a few days before that, there was uh, an event called Stadspark Live. And it had a Crowded House, Rag & Bone Man, and Nancy, and the Simple Minds. So a lot of uh, major acts uh, coming to the, the Netherlands and our little city of Groningen specifically.
2: I love to see it. I love to see it. And what's interesting, because Green Day is still very, very popular. I, I've mentioned before, they were probably my very first favorite rock band. I remember okay. getting Dookie the Cassette in my Hanukkah stocking. <laughs> Which I had one of those a Hanukkah stocking in. Yes, uh, but they're still very popular. And the fact that Guns N' Roses, without any yes, hard school and absurd, but no new album, uh, not very much press that they're doing about the Guns N' Roses tour. Yes, Slash is doing press about uh, you know his his ventures, and they're they're still the biggest band in the world. It seems it's just um, it's it's yeah. amazing.
1: It's I mean, it's really amazing.
2: Yes. But I don't want to play so if we would be here too long of an episode if we played where's Waldo? Where's Leon Doe?
1: I'm somewhere in front of the stage. Uh,
2: scroll down on my Facebook page at the AFD show. Cheap plug and look at you, Leon. Zan man, the Zan Man. Look how yes. cool. wow, look how close you are here. And I just get a view. All right. Some music. Look at that. How beautiful. You are yeah, how- so the,
1: the, the big building that you see there, that's uh, uh the headquarters of the Dutch uh, uh how do you call it the Gas Uni, the gas company. Okay. And uh and the the other video was filmed from the roof of that building.
2: Oh, okay. Way to put it in perspective. Okay, very cool. Thank you. Thank yeah. you. And so look okay. So how close were you? I mean they're Pretty close. You got a, uh, I mean, a few rows of people in front of you. How many? Se- how, how far back would you think you would say yeah, you? Yeah, this,
1: this, I was still a little bit further on. I so I, I had, uh, I, I, had bought a VIP package, so I had VIP tickets, okay. which uh, was uh, like a, a dinner buffet, uh, and then you go to the, the, the stadium or to the Stadspark, and you get to enter in front, and you go into the golden circle, so like the the pit in front. And, uh, I was, uh, so I, first I stood there where, what you see in the video. It was like, I don't know, maybe 30 meters from the stage, I think. And then I got even closer in the middle, uh, later on. So, uh, I was really close. Well, cool.
2: yeah. let yeah. me ask, was the, cause I just don't have the funds going to these shows is expensive enough, by the way, we, um, I'm going with my wife and also, uh, one of my best friends and his his wife to go see Buckethead, uh, uh, yeah. New York City Praxis, uh, Buckethead's band with Brain is coming to New York City in a couple months. So it's enough, but that isn't as expensive as Guns and Roses tickets. So my question really is: is the VIP access is it worth it? Because you don't meet the band, right? It's just
1: no. Right. It's, uh, <laughs> uh, well, is it worth it? I uh, personally, I don't think so. So, and, and just to say, I uh, I got this as a present from my father. So he also went with me. So uh, we went as a family. My son also went. It was his first big concert. So we thought, ah, we go, we go VIP. So, uh, but uh, to be fair, uh, well, worth it. Um, you want to be in the golden circle, that's the best place. If you want to stand in the crowd and you want to be in front, uh, but not too crowded. So the, the golden circle is the best, the, the dinner buffet, uh, the, 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 food that you get, uh, yeah, I, I can also eat something myself. You know, I don't uh, need to go there, you know, and, and also, um, it's not early entry. You, you could go early entry. So, so be the first and, and go all up to the, to the rail. But uh, in general, you're, uh, we entered uh, the stage at, uh, I don't know, maybe at, at 7, which is pretty pretty late on. So uh, we weren't able to go all the way in front, you know. We got all the other fans who had sat there since, since the morning. <laughs> were already there.
2: Well, cool. I think I'm also disappointed that the, the, at least the meal wasn't, I mean, I don't think it's uh, fire festival level, you're, you're explaining. But you want something... I don't know. I want to know, like, Axel, if I'm paying extra money, I want, I don't know. Axel, if you saw, he can do it. He sent, it was on Melissa Reese's Instagram that he sent her a Whopper on tour on this current. Yeah. I mean, I don't know what she or her workout regimen is, but all she eats is candy and hamburgers, and she's like <laughs> olive oil. It's <laughs> it's amazing. Uh, oh, I, 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 yeah.
1: I don't think those VIP packages are are, are really uh, a band thing, you know. That that our you know, tour organizers in our country uh, they they uh, 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 yeah decide what you get to eat, and it's not coming from the band, I think. So what yeah. what I did get was a so a goodie bag, VIP bag, you know, with a lot of
2: uh, nice things. <laughs> well, what's in but, the uh, uh, what's in the goodie bag? Let's see if you can, if you can oh. share.
1: Oh yeah, it's a exclusive uh, tour poster. I haven't uh, taken it out of the that looks like a,
2: yeah. Oh, that looks like a nunchuck though, but it's rolled up. Yeah, <laughs> it's it's uh, just a, how you call oh, it? God, a paper God. roll with the poster.
1: I got a VIP uh, uh, pass, you know, uh, uh, how do you call it? A lanyard with a, with a VIP oh, pass, man. but it explicitly says uh, no backstage access and no entrance to venue without tickets. So it's just a piece <laughs> of plastic. <laughs>
2: <laughs> it's like my <laughs> night train one that i am hanging up. It's just uh, yeah. uh, the Guns N' Roses flag. Okay, you can wave that proudly.
1: Yeah, uh um uh, what's the word called uh, you, you put your hot drinks on it on the table, you know. Uh, oh, coasters. Uh, coasters? Yes, coasters. Guns N' Roses coasters with the okay. famous uh, skeleton hats. and the pins. So,
2: oh, and the yeah, pins you put on your jacket or your you know, your jean jacket like yeah. see. I love pins. No, I still rock yeah. pins.
1: And it's all in this cool uh, cool goodie uh, bag, which also says VIP. so I'm feeling very important right now. <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, it's a nice cool, uh, clear plastic bag you know uh, reusable bag um, okay yeah. all, right. all right but uh, but it's nice,
1: you know it's 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 so for us it was a special occasion because well, it was my son's first time uh, doing a big concert and uh, I was with my father. And, uh, he used to take me when I was a little boy to concerts and I've seen concerts in the past too with him. So, uh, it was like a nice family outing. Uh, we call it, uh, it was cool. So, yeah.
2: I want to ask about that. Um, how old is your son? If you don't mind me asking. Uh,
1: he's uh, 17.
2: Oh, okay. Okay. Where's he? He could have joined us on today's episode. <laughs>
1: Yeah, I know. He's out and about. <laughs> okay,
2: fair enough. Doing fair what
1: 17 year olds do. <laughs> yeah.
2: Okay, very cool. And you're so, do you remember the first concert that perhaps your dad took you to? Did he ever take you to Guns N' Roses specifically? Uh, yes, yes,
1: yes, yes. Uh, okay. Yes, uh, actually, a couple of times we went. So, my first concert was, I think it was in 1984, and it was Bruce Springsteen. And the East Street Band, uh, somewhere in uh, Rotterdam, I think in the Netherlands. And so the first Guns N' Roses concert was the first Youth Revolution tour concert in 1992, in June of 1992 in the Feyenoord Stadium in uh, Rotterdam, which was amazing because I was a big Guns N' Roses fan by then. Mm -hmm. Had been since I first heard uh, Paradise City. So uh, that would be like 1987, I think, that it, yeah, the song arrived in the Netherlands, I think. So, and uh, in 1993, I went to uh, the second Youth Illusion tour concert. So, a year later. later. And uh, yeah, it was great. I have very fond memories of those
2: two concerts. You know, I recently posted, and perhaps I'll ask somebody, uh, you these questions that, and I always say the conversation continues in between the broadcasts. I love these kind of trivia or just like what, what your favorite set list or your dream concert. Yeah. So I had just asked on a, on a lark as they say, you know, I've gotten to see axel DC. I've gotten to see uh, guns N' roses with Buckethead, And I've got an envelope revolver who has seen that specific three and great responses. People it's, it's un, a unique three to see, but there were people, Oh, I've seen use your illusion. Or I saw the, the original um, the original yeah. the lineup, I want to say, and forever, just like you, we're, we were talking about User Illusion. Always jealous of those of you yes. who got to catch them on the User Illusion tour, and I understand that you might have gone to a show that there was a riot. He didn't show up. He was obviously very late, but man, I, I can't imagine the feeling of just like the danger. Like this is just Guns and Roses, you know. Like so, how yeah. old were you at the time when you were? You know, using your illusion uh, with
1: tour. I think I was uh, the so the first concert. I must have been. I don't know. Uh, 1992, I think, 15 maybe. Okay. I'm not quite sure.
2: Yeah. 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 I mean, that's, what an age to see that band. A the little
1: world. younger, even maybe even 13. Yeah. Yeah. Oh wow. Yeah so for me it was amazing because uh, at that time Guns N' Roses was the biggest band on earth i i think <laughs> i don't know but their their hits were everywhere you know the User illusion albums when they when they hit the stores it was like in uh, in uh, uh, our, our country's uh, top news broadcast they they told they talked about guns n roses fans sleeping in front of the store waiting for the albums to become available and, yeah, those were
2: the times. <laughs> That's uh, what I'm jealous of. I I yeah. wanted to. I've talked about this. Uh, I wanted to recreate that feeling. Hopefully, with Chinese democracy. But I was just able to walk into Best Buy and get it. No problem. <laughs> it was no problem. I <laughs> didn't need to camp yeah. out. But speaking of, I guess now Chinese democracy use your illusion. We're seeing, and I don't know. The haters will still stay say stuff about the set list. We're seeing changes. We're seeing usual illusion songs and new Chinese democracy songs. So, you got to see "Street of Dreams." Uh, I think it was only the second time because it was just debuted on this tour. But you got to see maybe the second performance of of it. So, take us through it, like, because you you mentioned uh, in your original email to me, and anyone who wants to participate, do what Leon does, you know, or did, uh, just DM me on social media. or, Or sometimes people make comments, and I follow up that way. But just leave a comment some way so I can read it that you had a travel to, this is like you're, where you're originally from. So kind of take us through your day, you know, with your son and your dad getting there and some of the highlights for you.
1: Uh, so so the, this was very special because it was in Groningen and I live in Groningen and normally, uh, so uh, where we live in Groningen, it's in the North of the Netherlands. It's uh, well, it's a quiet place. It's about an hour drive from anything really happening. So uh, it's a nice city, but outside of the city, there isn't much. So uh, when we, usually when we go to concerts, we have to dr- uh, drive at least an hour, two hours to go to Amsterdam or to go to Nijmegen, which was the location of the previous Guns N Roses concerts. So now I was able to just uh, st- uh, go on my bicycle and just uh, do like a 10-minute uh, bicycle ride. And I was uh, at the concert. So that was
2: amazing. <laughs> yeah, Oh, perfect parking. <laughs> That's usually half the battles, parking. But you were yeah no. Wait, so how I, I did didn't. you go with your your son? Did you have like sidecars on your on your bicycle? <laughs> no. your son in your. No, he, has, <laughs> no.
1: he has his own bicycle. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. We, we we in in Holland we all have uh, bicycles. <laughs> oh okay. But nice. uh, yeah, it's it's very popular to go by bike uh, here, especially in the city. And uh, so I was I was just going by bike, and I was uh, going to the location where they had the, the dinner. You know. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and my father, he lives in a different part of a uh, country, but he, he uh, arrived by car and he, he was able to park uh, nearby because VIP tickets, you know, you get the parking place. <laughs> that's the, that, that's you, you pay, but you get some things for it, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, and, uh, so it, it was actually quite a nice experience. And then uh, with the whole group, uh, we went walking to the, the actual, uh, Stadtspark, the location where the concert was. And uh, we didn't have to take the normal entrance. We could uh, walk right past it and go, uh, yeah, uh, uh, through the backstage and uh, arrive in front of the stage and uh, just walk into the golden circle. So it was actually uh, quite a nice experience. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah.
2: So how is you know what I haven't gotten a chance to uh, to ask yet on this this uh, current leg? Open the opening acts. Did you make it in time for, who was it, Gary Clark Jr. that, that opened? Yeah.
1: No, actually, I didn't see the, the opening act. So that's one of the disadvantages of having a, a VIP package. Then you have to uh, uh, eat. <laughs> and uh, the, yeah, the, the sport acts already started. I was able to go. They said, if you really want to go, you can you can skip dinner or you can eat a little faster. And then yeah, we bring you to the stage. But uh, we were, I, uh, to be fair, I wasn't that interested in the support. So okay. it wasn't really my thing. No, I think every Clark unit's is very good, but I was there for Guns N' Roses and
2: I wanted to rock. <laughs> uh, I understand. And also our friend uh, Mark LaBelle in, in Dirty Honey. Uh, yeah. I, I'm very happy for them that they are touring with, uh, with Guns N' Roses again. Yeah. You know, yeah, there were
1: good, uh, good, solid support acts. I heard, but I just personally didn't see uh, them. I didn't get to see them.
2: So. No judgment. If anything, you should be able to take your dinner. Like, give you a doggy bag. Do you have doggy bags in, uh, in, in the Netherlands? Like, what do you call it there? Like a anything?
1: Yeah, they, also no, they call it a doggy, doggy bag.
2: bag. Yeah. Okay. I didn't know if there was a special animal in that region. No, uh, no, no, no. An Elephant bag. I, I'm just looking in, you know, your background. I don't know what uh we are
1: we are very good at uh, taking uh american uh, language and uh injecting it into our own
2: <laughs> I, I don't know if that's good or bad because our language is very very confusing uh, yeah. even for us who, who speak it what about the the highlights for you you know what were you looking forward to seeing because again they're changing the set list they're moving things around what were you looking for yeah. new songs so uh, Go ahead, yeah,
1: Bob. I was hoping to see some uh, some uh, new songs because, uh, well, as you've said before, Guns N' Roses is, uh, yeah, how do you call it, pretty stable these last years, so not in this lifetime tour. And m- many songs always the same, not, not much difference between the shows, I think. So I had hoped uh, that they would play some new songs, especially the older stuff, because I'm, uh, yeah, well... Chinese democracy is still a bit. Uh, how do you call it? I find it difficult to love it. You know, I, I think it's a good Rose solo album, uh, not excellent but good. But I don't think it's a Guns N' Roses album. So that's just my opinion. I know uh, people have all it. opinions. We uh, sometimes in the comments below your posts we uh, discuss about it. But
2: uh, yeah, it I is what it is. You know, it is yeah. what it is. I accept that. I mean, I don't think there's a right or wrong here. It's it's whatever you like. You know, I understand yeah. uh, the but under- so it. It's it's Axl Rose, and it wasn't the Guns N' Roses that you're familiar with. However, he moved on, and this is what he created. You know, we could talk about this. We'll, we yeah. will keep talking about it on this podcast, but yeah, I don't hold it against If anything, I just want people to listen to it, because even for me, at that time, it took three listens to really understand, yes. to really digest it, and even a song that, that you finally got, you know, the Slash and Duff played live for the first time with Axel. What did you think of Street of Dreams? What do you think about that live? Uh,
1: yeah, it, 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 it was good, but uh, not, not, yeah not, not the best song that I saw played. You know, it's, it's, it's a nice song.
0: Mm-hmm. I,
1: I, I think it's great that Slash and Duff, uh, uh, embraced those songs, played those songs and, uh, uh, yeah, all, all uh, Chinese democracy songs were were nice to hear. You know, they, I think they're better live than on the album. So uh, I I rather hear them play the songs live. Um, so and, and Axel, yeah, we all know his voice is kind of problematic sometimes. Uh, I don't know. I I saw the man up front. He was having fun, laughing, uh, going for it. It it was it was magic. It was great. I loved it. Yeah.
2: That's all you can really ask for because this isn't a uh, American Idol or Netherlands Idol. You're not required to hit the notes that you were at when you're 20 years old, but everyone who actually goes to these things has a great time and I think that's that's for, because of Axel. He's uh, emanating this. If he was up there upset yeah. and, and it would have been, I think people would have a different perspective. But, you know, also yeah. let me ask what Axel has been doing, which has been Interesting. Guns N' Roses has covered ACDC for forever. They've done a whole lot of Rosie, uh, but now they've added Back in Black into the set. That's yes. very interesting. So what did you think about that? Because I've gone on record, and a lot of people who have gone on record, including on this show, Scott Ian from Anthrax, Charlie Benanti from Anthrax, that Axel DC was one of the best things they've ever seen. And yeah. So what did you think about, not quite Axel DC, but what do you think about Guns N' Roses doing Back in Black.
1: Yeah, it, it was very good. I think it was also maybe one of Axel's uh, best vocal performances uh, of the show. Hmm. He is uh, he's doing the songs very well. Uh, in general, I do think Guns N' Roses played too many cover songs in the set list uh, instead of originals. But then again, some of the cover songs uh, have become. Uh, yeah, the Guns N' Roses versions are actually the, the ones that are the best known, you know, so maybe then it becomes their song. But, a- uh, yeah, Back, Back in Black was, was, was I I was very impressed. It was very good,
2: yeah. Yeah, that's what, it's interesting how Axels, like, I don't want to say he saves, but he just knows how to do the ACDC songs justice, where his own songs, it's just sometimes it's uh, you never know how he's going to sing it, but the ACDC yeah. songs, he's always going to sing it the way it's meant to be, sung, you know, the way you imagine it to be sung, but yes. uh, before I forget, I saw a viral tweet where because Paul McCartney, I mean, my God, I hope Axel plays until he's 80, you know, just like yeah. celebrating his 80th birthday and also uh, a recent show where I'm glad to see Dave Girl back on stage. That was recent as we we're doing this podcast. You know, that's a big deal to see him just back out and that's a, that's a difficult thing, but it was a viral tweet that said, "Oh, look at Paul McCartney covering Guns N' Roses." They're, you know, it's the it's the TikTok generation that has no idea. Yeah. No, they thought wasn't it with uh, Kanye West a few years ago? Oh, look at Kanye helping out this old man who is Paul McCartney. So yeah, there yeah. are people who think of "Live and Let Die" and even "Knocking on Heaven's Door" as Guns N' Roses songs. And personally, I don't count those. Yeah, they're technically cover songs, but. I'm glad to see the seeker not in there as much. I appreciate yes. that. <laughs> it's yeah. just, yes. I love the who, but just why? guess add adding something else, you know that I, that's my personal opinion. They don't have to listen to me, and they don't listen to me. But what about we know your feelings on Chinese democracy, but what about absurd? Because they played absurd, <laughs> but I don't think they played hard school, which is interesting.
1: No, no, it's interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I've heard there were some songs on the setlist that they didn't play, so I did. I got the feeling they stopped early, but I don't know really for sure. But but uh, yeah, ups- I, 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 yeah. You want my opinion on absurd? Yeah, what what should I say? Uh, I don't want this to be a negative show. <laughs> no, I Listen, we are all waiting for new Guns N' Roses songs, and then they come with Absurd and, and Hard School. And, well, Hard School, I think it's, it's a fine song. You know, it's maybe a little bit too, I don't know, commercially poppy for me. I don't know. Um, could use a little bit uh, more uh, Dove McGagan punk, you know, but... <laughs> uh, but uh no, up, absurd, I I, I don't ever uh, want to hear that song again. I think <laughs> I think it's really absurd. No. I they should stop playing it. I don't know. It's not my my kind of song. I really don't get it. No. I,
2: I I don't know I don't know why I like it. So I like your opinion. I wish I yeah. I was just like I honestly one of my best friends texted me after and all my friends follow me in social my follow podcasts and social media, which is just so funny. Like yeah. the intertwining of my People in my life who aren't Guns N' Roses fans who are learning about it and getting a kick out of all the people commenting like you on my my podcast. And he's like, "You really don't like absurd. You're just you're just being you're showing face. You're being nice." I'm like, I ah, I don't know why. I, I I it's something about it. I didn't like Silkworms, but yes. I don't know why. It's it's not something I have on on repeat. It's not up there with uh, November Rain or Jungle, but I don't hate it. <laughs> I, I definitely don't no. hate it. I, I like that you hate it. I don't know
1: why. I love you. <laughs> well, hate, hate is a, a right. big word, you know. It's no It's it's, yeah. it's fine for what it is. But, yeah, gotcha. I, I find it hard to see it as a Guns N' Roses song. And I I just don't get why they released it. Because, yeah. Especially when fans uh, really are waiting for, like, a, a, more, a more or less regular Guns N' Roses song. And I, 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 think a lot of us really don't understand what the problem is. Why they don't uh, uh, release such a song, write such a song? I mean, Slash can do it. Uh, his songs maybe not as good as the Guns N' Roses songs, but they are certainly uh, worth to be released. You know, they, they could do a Guns N' Roses song uh, with, with any Slash song, I think. And Duff has been uh, releasing some stuff. Uh, yeah. Uh, I don't know what's what's holding them back. Uh, I don't understand.
2: You're, you're um, what you're saying right now is an opinion of, I think, the vast majority of Guns N' Roses fans. And I I think I don't harp on that because like, what are you going to do? It's up to Axel and it's part of the mystique of yeah. Guns N' Roses. But I think... It's I-
1: coming from love, you know? So, so a remark. We all want them to create something. And it, and it doesn't have to be another appetite for destruction. I mean, that album was like amazing. You know, how, how many uh, albums can you do like that? But, but just give us something, you know,
2: I, I, I think you're phrasing it perfectly. I want, I wish they can hear your comment and just, and that's what I say all the time. Like why I can't get now repeat interviews with Duff or um, you know, Dizzy or any of the people who I've had on before because new music for some reason that I've been told is a hot button issue for Axel or management. And I think, you know, if you want to say pressure, you know, if they owe you an answer, but I think there's a certain line of communication and respectful communication that can happen with fans. And yeah, don't answer the ones be like whenever you make a post it can be like happy Mother's Day from Guns N' Roses and people respond. Where's new fucking music? Those people are annoying. But I think the Leons of the world who are just wondering, just, hey, can you tell us, give us an update? Because Slash said, right? June's almost over. Didn't he predict in in an interview last year? He's like, oh, yeah, I think this, that we're working on stuff, some new stuff next summer. I I believe he said next June when he was promoting for his new uh, Slash and Miles record. And he doesn't get in trouble for that, but when Frank Ferrer talks about new music on my podcast he gets in trouble or so I've been told uh, or I get yeah. in trouble though so I've been told but so I, I think there's nothing wrong with what you're asking. It's just a rock band it's not you know you're not asking for their social security number, actual social security you know what I mean so I, yeah. I'm with I do I feel, I feel it and it would be nice to have some sort of clarity of why but that's guns and Roses. They don't. They don't really explain too much. I um, no. love
1: it. <laughs> I, th- I think a lot of a uh, lot of uh, negative uh, feelings toward this band is because of communication or lack like thereof. So it's. Uh, I I don't know what it is. Some people will blame the management, blame uh, blame uh, team Brazil. Uh, I, I I don't know. I just know I love this band. I saw them live. I saw they had fun. They did their thing and. It was amazing. So it, 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 I don't know what it is, but Axel he just radiates stardom. You know, it's, I don't know. It's, it's amazing.
2: I know you're, you honestly, I'm glad we're talking Leon. You've been a follower of the podcast for a while. You're, you're emanating exactly how I feel, you know, for the most part. And you're like, I don't know what it is. That's why I always say, yeah, you can get somebody like the greatest cover band, the greatest singer, but unless it's that person, unless it's Axel Rose, unless it's, Scott Weiland. It's like, it's these X factors to use a cliche phrase, but it's just, it's something about them that makes it special. And you know, that's why you can make fun of, I I wish I was able to attend the, the the stadium tour with Def Leppard and Motley Crue and everybody I I was working. I'm not going to make fun of Vince Neil anymore. I'd rather see Motley Crue in whatever shape that they're in than some cover band that might, sing it or play it better, because that's Motley Crue. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's the same thing with Guns N' Roses, and I feel the same exact way. Another song? I, 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 buddy. You yeah, buddy.
1: I said I feel the same, but then again, I play in a Guns N' Roses tribute band, so I'm one of the people. <laughs> I'm like the would-be Duff McGagan. <laughs> I want to ask
2: you about your, your, which is something we haven't even mentioned yet, your, your cover band, your tribute band, uh, but just one other question, because we haven't, I don't think we've talked about this yet on fan reviews, that they're playing, maybe we did. Forgive me. Uh, You're crazy. The fast version. It's just curious. What do you think about some of the older stuff that they're playing? You know, Shadow of Your Love and uh, You're Crazy. I love it. Yeah, more of that.
1: I, I love that they they are playing those uh, those songs. I I rather have them playing those songs than uh, than cover songs, and and they are great. They, they, they yeah, it's it's amazing. But even the first songs that Guns and Roses uh, released back in the eighties are are great, great songs. And then when, when, they, when they play them on stage, yeah, it's magical.
2: Yeah. What did your your son and your dad think? What your, how did your son feel about his first real concert?
1: Yeah, he, I, he was blown away. He was like, whoa, this is amazing. It's large, big. The, the, the only thing was it, it was uh, still uh, pretty, uh, pretty much uh, light outside, not dark. So the, the light uh, show, uh, the, the, the visuals, you know, weren't that impressive. They were better in the dark. Also, there were no fireworks in the end, which is really amazing because I think they do that at every concert, but maybe that was due to our city regulations. I don't know. But uh, yeah. So, uh, but uh, no, he found it amazing. And and uh, just the, the crowd being part of like tens of thousands of people and standing there. And
2: uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, beautiful! And yeah, we showed you again. If you want to, if you're watching the video version of that, the the crowd playing. Where's Leon? Yeah. Somewhere up in the front. uh, obviously, <laughs> before we move on to your, because I just want to show another clip, if I can, because maybe you saw this. I don't know if it happened during your show, but this happened in France. France. Yeah, it happened in France. Yeah. Yeah. As so we were talking about this, so. <laughs> where sl- <laughs> Slow Slash was almost... Oh, <laughs> hold on, I don't want to have a sound there. Shut up. Shut up. I wish I had a producer. So yeah, if you see, look at the left of your screen. Duff uh, singing during Mr. Brownstone. Where'd it go? Oh, it's the end. Hold on, we play it again. Uh, this is why I need a producer. Move over. There we go. Alright, so there's, there's Axel singing, about swinging swing the mic, stand around. Woo! Duff. <laughs> Uh, slash has to duck. Yeah. So did that, you, we were talking about this before the, the, um, the, we were talking to you know, the interview is now, did, did you see this happen during your show or you saw it happen? No, during-
1: it was was in, in France, but, uh, I saw it, uh, on Twitter, I think, or maybe okay. on your page. I don't know. Yeah. Yeah, as I said before, I think it happened uh, also a couple months ago. Almost the exact same thing that Axel was hitting a slash, uh, or or maybe slash hitting Axel. Yeah, these things happen on the stage.
2: Could you imagine though? Like that was very smashed him in the face, broken face. (laughs) What if that broke up Guns N' Roses? You, (laughs) I'm so glad he was okay. It would have been really funny if he knocked his hat off. That would have been funny, but no.
1: You're, totally. you're assuming it was an accident, but maybe it was.
2: Uh, <laughs> Dude, no. This is why you and I are simpatico. Um, that's the one Spanish word I, I pretend to know. Yeah. I was thinking that you would probably have people believing that that was done on purpose, that Axel has been waiting all this time, it's conspiracy theory, waiting six years into the reunion to, to kill yeah. someone <laughs> with a mic stand. <laughs> oh, man, that's funny. Yeah, but uh, we're laughing about it. But if that happens. People would have said it 100%. So that's great, man. Uh, tell us about your band, your, your Guns N' Roses tribute band. and your. Do you have a wig? Are you the Duff? Do you, do you pronounce it Duff? <laughs> how do you? How do you how? Tell us.
1: No, yeah, no I, I just pronounce it uh, Duff uh, in, in the English. No, I, I do have a wig, but I don't wear it anymore. I, I wear sometimes wear a cowboy hat. and uh, I don't know. I, I, I wear a motorhead uh, shirt and uh i don't know look a little bit like duff but uh not too much i do have the the red skull uh, bass guitar you know the
2: oh nice famous
1: uh duff mean machine yeah look looks exact-
2: <laughs> looks exactly like duff's bass
1: yeah so uh i do uh, do use that and uh yeah of course our guitar player dresses up as slash so he has the big wig and the hat and uh, wearing sunglasses and uh, then it's uh, well, we we kind of resemble uh, Guns N' Roses. What's and, the name? Uh, we we play. Yeah, we are called Guns, o- Guns of the East because the band is from the east of the Netherlands. Uh, and um, yeah, we uh, we mostly play the the user illusion and uh, Appetite for Destruction uh, stuff. So uh, yeah. How many years have you? Been I'd been like there? to think. I'd like to think we are the most uh, authentic. Uh, Guns N' Roses tribute band in the Netherlands. they are not know. the largest,
2: but yeah. You know what I got to say because I've become like with you friendly with some uh, people who are tribute bands and cover bands. Wow, they are so dedicated. You know, I really respect that. And you all are so, you know, not just up there to play the songs and have fun, but you're so kind of dedicated to getting it right and you want to be authentic. I kind of get that yeah. feeling from many of you. Of you, uh, how long have you have you been doing this? Being in a, a tribute band to GNR.
1: I think this is my third year. I think no, fourth. I think, okay. but we haven't been playing in uh, during Corona, so uh, during the lockdown. So, like maybe t- uh, two and a
2: half years active duty. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do you, uh, do you play? It, I want to be your dog, or so fine. Do you do any tough specials? Uh,
1: not not yet. So uh, so fine. I do want to play. I like that song, uh, but uh, yeah. We, I think we play most Guns N' Roses songs up to Chinese democracy, just not those songs, no.
2: Okay, all right. Well, keep us updated. Yeah. Absolutely. Um, what is, I ask this of a lot of new fans that come on, and maybe you'll say your bass that you just showed us. Do you have a favorite piece of Guns N' Roses memorabilia? You know, something that's really special to you? I mean, I, obviously the memory of going with your dad and your son, I mean, that's, that's a special yeah. memory. Something maybe tangible uh, that you have, like a ticket or a shirt?
1: Yeah, I have the User Illusion ticket, which is uh, pretty uh, pretty nice because uh, back in those days, the tickets were actually like little pieces of art. You know, they had the, the artwork of the album on it. And nowadays, I don't know how it is in uh, the United States, but in the Netherlands, you just get a generic piece of paper and, uh, the, and the
2: name of the act is printed on it, but it's not uh, anything special. If you're lucky, but uh, for the most part, I guess, do e- uh, e-tickets. I don't even, yeah, get
1: yeah, I just have a QR code or something on your phone, and, and yes. yeah. But back cool. in those days, you had actually had the ticket, you know, and it's really nice, really cool. Is it so, right? Uh, yeah, I hope,
2: it's, I hope it's framed. Is it in, the, in-
1: yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, I actually have it framed, but it's it's not here. No, okay. I, I could show it Yeah, yeah, okay, um, cool, yeah. So, th- I think that, and uh, other than that, I don't really have. No, I don't really have uh, Guns N' Roses memorabilia that I really yeah. like.
2: Do you have a favorite song? And we know it's not off Chinese Democracy, but what's your,
1: <laughs> no. what's your favorite song? Uh, I think my favorite is uh, Rocket Queen. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. yeah, it's yeah, very yeah. nice to play on a bass, and uh, yeah, it's just a very cool song. So, but uh, yeah, I love uh, I love all their songs. Uh, they, 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 every song has something in it that is special.
2: Um, but uh, you're you're absolutely right. So, and there's again, there's no, there's no wrong answer. Even if you say my world, if that's your favorite, <laughs> that's fine with me.
1: Wait, let me reconsider. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. Oh, and, you know, let me ask that because again, I always want to say the conversation continues in between the broadcasts. That's how Leon re- reached out. If you had to take one Guns N' Roses song, and you had to, like you you meet an alien, right? UFO. And you had one song, Guns N' Roses song to play and be like, "This is Guns N' Roses." One person said, "I would give them my world just to scare them away, so they don't take over <laughs> our world." I appreciate it. Yeah. Uh But what what would yours be if, if you can pick one Guns N' Roses sh- song to show an alien to explain what Guns N' Roses is? Oof, I know it's I very know. Uh, I logical. Think,
1: I think yeah, I, I I would think I think I would go for Night Train.
2: Okay. Okay. Yeah. I like that. And uh, it's actually, it's, what's great, I haven't, in my head, I haven't named this episode yet because we're obviously still doing it. Well, yeah. This episode is called Night Train to the Netherlands. That's <laughs> I mean. yeah, it's a nice name. Oh, and uh, I just want to give credit. This was Raphael Torres who said it. He wants to give my world to the aliens. Just to ah, make it. okay. Any ideas they might t- turn Earth into their world? Very clever. <laughs> I appreciate that. So if you want to be just like Leon, it doesn't have to be... Certainly not the day of the show. That's that's too much to ask. Uh, although, I don't know. If there's somebody who ever wants to be like, hey, Brando, you around? I'm at the Guns N' Roses show. Do you want to talk on the phone for five minutes? Just for like maybe like sound. That could be a fun thing to do to add into ep- future episodes. But if you went to the France gig uh, at Hellfest, if you're going to any of the upcoming shows, th- there are plenty of you who have reached out. Just remind me. You know, th- I, this... My head has been as it is Leon congratulated me thank you again to everybody uh, for the uh, the well wishes on on getting married I'll put up a once we get the, the all the professional video and photos and stuff I'll put up the the video of her sister um, a high quality video of her sister reading well and she's re- marrying us reading this I love the lyrics to, to this I love I, just, <laughs> I can't believe yeah, I got that's special <laughs> although I don't know it's it's off Chinese democracy so I don't know you, I don't yeah, know but it's, it's, no, it's, it, listen, the song this, The
1: song is fine, but what I say, my opinion is, it's not a Guns N' Roses song, it's more like excel, Excellent Friends, you know, it's a solo album, it's, it's yeah, I don't know, for me, yeah. but maybe because I'm a bass player, I'm more focused on Slash and Duff as being guitar players, you know, Sure. and without those two, I, I, it's not Guns N' Roses, I think, so you need them present, but that's yeah, well, just my opinion.
2: I hear you, and so that's why it's very interesting now to see uh, Slash and Duff playing those songs, almost trying to make Chinese Democracy a Guns N' Roses album. For those who don't yeah. feel that way, playing Street of Dreams, playing Madagascar, I think they have soundchecked uh, Twat on this on this leg. I mean, one of the best songs ever, but is that a Guns N' Roses song? So I completely, uh, absolutely get it. So again, if you are want to be just like Leon, Uh, Any, we've been doing this. I'm going to keep doing this as long as Guns N' Roses keeps touring fan reviews. So if you were in Prague, if you were in Poland, um, Dublin, Ireland, which they're doing uh, as I'm going to put this out the same day. Okay. Leon, so I'm going to put this out today, the 27th. So if you're going to Ireland, I have a lot of listeners in Ireland. So I, I hope to get some Dublin reviews here on Appetite for Distortion. As far as upcoming guests, I will say, uh, this, unfortunately, no Steve Jones. I don't know why. He was, I was told, like, it's going to happen this day or that day. And then it's like, I don't know, it's just not going to happen. It was kind of one of those, I'm talking through other people. So hopefully in the future, we don't know. Again, Derek Day from Classless Act, the, the opening band for the whole stadium tour. We're going to get hear from him live and uh, also going to hear from the, the pop-off brothers from Lit. And I will give you an update, too, on the Doug Goldstein book. Spoke to Doug. There are many of you, uh, I figured this is probably a good opportunity, who are were worried about Doug because he hasn't been on social media in a while. See, Doug's fine, first of all. His back is fucked up. He had some surgery. He's actually right now getting some workers' comp uh, from his back. Goes back to the days, by the way, Leon. This is going to be in his book when he fucked up his back trying to save David Lee Roth. David Lee Roth from a raging husband. Yeah, ever since then, his back has been fucked up. Uh, he had like something to clean out his eyes from cataract surgeries, and, and also he was working a ton before he got workers' comp. So he's just been cr- crazy busy. We did speak yesterday for a bit, uh, talking about the book, what we want to do, and he's like, "We have a lot of good stuff now. I want to start putting this out there and see and, and what people are going to give us now." Like he's like, no, we should try to start selling this now with like what we have. I'm like, we're not done yet. No, no, we're in a good place. We're gonna get there, but let's 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 start making some noise. So hopefully we'll start making some noise soon with the sooner rather than later with Doug Goldstein's story, his autobiography. Anyway, so uh, Leon, thank you so much for for coming on. I appreciate it. One more plug, uh, you guys. Thank you a, for having me. I'm, ass- I'm assuming your band uh, G- Guns from the East have facebook uh instagram all that fun stuff people want to check you out do you have Yeah, social- sure yeah. yeah sure you don't seem to be okay. no, have.
1: yeah we, have, we are guns uh, so sort the of best places i think uh either instagram or uh yeah we have a website it's uh, guns of the east which is english guns of the east dot nl so not dot com but dot nl for netherlands that you can uh, check us out and uh uh, we sometimes put uh, stuff on Instagram. You can follow me on Instagram, Leon Zantman, at Leon Zantman. So maybe that's interesting. I don't know. <laughs> awesome.
0: yeah.
2: You're posting Guns N' Roses videos and stuff. You're right up our alleys. You know, obviously yeah, yeah. a lot in common. People seem to mostly like me. So you have a giant elephant in the background. So why wouldn't people yeah. want to follow you? So yeah, if you want to be like Leon, just hit me up and we can talk Guns N' Roses in your Guns N' Roses constant experience here. An appetite for distortion. So that does it for this episode of the AFD show. When will we see the next one in the words of Axel Rose concerning Chinese democracy, you'll see it. I don't know if soon as the word like guns and roses. We're going to do an encore. Theon and I were talking and I, I didn't realize this was in the Netherlands because I saw Duff, uh, excuse me, Dell James share this really cool beer, this beer can. So Leon, show again if you're watching this on, on YouTube or uh, yeah. on our YouTube channel. There's a special, yeah. Explain that to us. A friend of yours made this special Guns and Roses beer when they were in town.
1: Yes, yeah, two people I know. Uh, one has a brewery uh, c- called uh, Eggens Craft Brewing, or maybe Eggens in, uh, in English. But uh, and the other one is a graphic artist, uh, Dimitri Jansma, and uh, they, they collaborated and they created this beer. And uh, Dimitri created the artwork, which is uh, obviously Axel. And the name is uh, G R N N, which stands for Groningen. If you if you uh, uh, say Groningen in uh, as the locals say it, it actually sounds like that, spoken like that. Mm-hmm. So it's uh, a hint to Guns N' Roses. And there's also a slash on it. So it's a, a very special edition beer, limited edition. There's also another can, but they, uh, because they also Uh, released one uh, last year when the concert was announced. It has a slightly different color. I don't know if you can see it, but so there are two special editions. And uh, uh, so we created a little fuss about it. And somehow uh, management uh, uh, got to know about it. And they asked him, uh, the brewer, to uh, deliver uh, some cans to the backstage. And he got some guitar picks and I think some drumsticks from Frank Ferrer <laughs> as a as a gift. And uh so the the, the same night uh Dale James uh put a picture of the can on Instagram so it actually reached the band. So that's pretty cool.
2: Okay, because yeah, that's where I saw it, and yeah, it's a green yeah. and uh kind of looks like user illusion fonts. The slash and axle are very cartoony, very cool looking, kinda almost not comic booky, but you've probably seen for those who have had guns N' roses uh, desktop wallpaper in the past yeah. it just kind of looks like that kind of style of of, you know, of art which i i really i just think is badass and i thought you were gonna say for a second when the band found out about it they did a cease and desist no no i'm glad that they supported it because that's very cool and yeah man okay they,
1: they did they did their best not to infringe on guns N' roses copyright but uh they know the story about the uh, the guns and rosé in the past. It was uh, like a wine, and somebody made and uh, Axel got rid of it.
2: <laughs> yeah. So I guess but there, there were, right, like why? I, I guess I don't know what's wrong, what's right. You know what? I don't know. I'm not, I'm not a lawyer, so I don't know why one's okay, one's not. But I'm glad your friends uh, got gifts out of yeah. the deal and not, you know, a season assist.
1: So far, nothing has uh, no no season. The shift has uh, arrived, and it's uh, already sold out. So it's a very limited uh, special edition, and uh, I, I, it's not like a big commercial uh, thing, you know. So, sure. but it's fun. These these things make it fun. So I was I was saying it's fun when the band lands in your city, and all these things happen around the band. You know, like these little things. Uh, just today, the news uh, I saw that uh, the Dutch pinball museum had invited Slash to come visit them, but Slash didn't have the time, but they did get to send him a t-shirt. And uh today he sent a photo bed wearing the t shirt. So that's kind of cool, you know?
2: <laughs> I think that's great. I think that's very yeah. cool. Exactly what we were talking about when we when we our first um ending of the episode, we were continuing to talk and that's when the can brought um came up and we're like, okay, I gotta get this back back on the uh on the episode is you know, maybe I, I take that for granted here in New York because everybody comes here and there's yeah. just so many things to do. And, you know, it's so special to land in these countries, and these cities you may not visit, that it's more than just the fans coming out to see you. It's kind of it's the population. It's the the culture celebrating you and doing things like that. And it's yeah, you were telling me that you would see you follow all of them on Instagram like a lot. Many of us do. And seeing them out and about in places that you normally would not, you know, I see yeah. people on Sixth Avenue all the time in New York. I'm, I'm <laughs> sensitized to it, unfortunately. Yes. Yeah. So I think that's special. So yeah, again, if any of you who are, especially those who are going to see Guns N' Roses in a, a country, a city that they do not play in often, I I want to talk to you. So, thank you again, Leon. <laughs> I appreciate <Yeah>.
0: it. So good fucking night.
2: <laughs> all right, I don't. That sounded like. A dying Dio. Oh, by the way, I'll just say this real quick. There's this viral thing on TikTok. Fucking TikTok. He's like not an old man already. And I'm only 38 of oh, Axel sounding like the uh, Herbert, the pervert in Family Guy. You guys talk like this. Do you watch Family Guy? Is there a Family yeah, Guy? Yeah, I watch it, but uh, I, I, that
1: particular uh, no character, I don't know.
2: No. Somebody sent me that clip, and I kind of ignored it. And I see today, like, McMetal sucks. Shared it. Like, sorry. Like you know what? As we discussed with Leon earlier, is Axel going to hit the notes he hitting in his, in his twenties? No. Who does? We're all having a good time. I'm just not going to jump on that bandwagon of trying to make fun of people. I used to do that. I don't know. I grow up. So uh, TikTok is grow up. So I, I sorry. That just made me think. I wanted to get that out because that's an, a news story um, about Guns N' Roses that's out there. A, a quote unquote news story. Axel sounds great. The band sounds great. Everyone's having a good time. Uh, Leon's got an elephant. Everything is good in the world. <laughs> All right. So that does it for this episode of uh, Appetite for yes. When will you see the next one? Well in the words of Axel Worlds concerning change, democracy. We'll see it. I don't know if soon it's the word. No! Fuck it! no! Thanks to the lame ass security, I'm going home.